Welcome to the Gentleman's Atlas Podcast. I'm your host, Isaac, and on this podcast, we aim to bring you open and authentic conversations and give you the resources to become the hero of your own story. Whether it's a solo session or featuring a special guest, I appreciate your time. Let's get right into today's episode. And welcome back, everyone, to another Tuesday episode on the Gentleman's Atlas podcast. Let's go ahead and start with today's topic. Again, Tuesday episodes are short, condensed, giving you as much value in as short as time as possible. Today, we're talking about the line between confidence and arrogance. Over the past two months, I've been going out to cafes, restaurants, malls, you name it, asking different women what they thought the line between confidence Arrogance was characteristics of confidence, characteristics of arrogance, um, and my takeaways. So let's get right into it. Arrogance. Across the board here were the most popular responses that I received. Arrogance is comparison. Uh, Comparing yourself with others, putting your place against the place of others. Cockiness. You have to show off. You have to prove something um, to someone. Tearing others down. Building yourself up on the torn buildings of others insecurity in self you don't you're not confident in who you really are and you hide that by arrogance by appearing as if you were um overestimation in one's competence you know claiming you more than you actually are that you can do more than you actually can uh no substance right superficial narcissistic um you know obsessed with yourself but in a way that covers your flaws and insecurities always talking about yourself um no interest in knowing about others and listening to the stories and perspective about others lacks the ability to listen again back to always talking about themselves they can never listen to someone else and lastly lacking credibility you know there's no proof of results or no there's no proof of the work being put in okay let's talk about confidence biggest response competence confident man is a competent man he is abled self-perception right this this high idea of self Uh, He's humble. He doesn't need to put others down in order to be confident. He just is. Uh, Security. You know, you feel secure around him. And he also has a security in self. He's authentic. He's real. He keeps it truthful. Um, Belief belief in self. You know, if he believes in himself, if he believes in his ability, you know, that to most women shows confidence. He's trustworthy. He's friendly. Um, Also got the color blue quite frequently um, when they thought of confidence. Um, they talked about different kinds of confidence. So there's that quiet confidence, that quiet nature, and there's that bold confidence, you know, the one that just walks into the room and takes what they want to take. The quiet one, you know, is silent, but they're, they're very confident in who they are. Um, has credentials, you know, they have the proof, they have the receipts from the results and the work. They're able to take criticism, you know, they're not getting all worked up when they get criticism. Um, and they can be disagreeable. They can be people that are willing to stand up for what they believe in and are authentic. So my takeaways between the two is, again, confidence always is going to relate back to competence. How competent is your ability to deal with the task at hand? How competent is your ability to take control of situations, to be assertive, to assert yourself onto a situation um, and take something from it? And with arrogance, it's all about not having it. You're superficial, you lack depth, and you lack the ability to to do something. You lack the skills and the knowledge and the resources. And you cover that up 
by a shield that protects you from from appearing as if you're arrogant, but people understand it. You know, you know when you see an arrogant person who's putting down others, who's always trying to talk about their accomplishments, and you know when someone's confident, when they're saying things like, yeah, like, you know, I'm not trying to put myself above you. Like, this is how I see it. This is how I see it, right? They're willing to stand up for what they believe in, but they're not trying to put you down. Um, so the results were, you know, pretty consistent, but it's always good to hear what others think of it. Uh, my takeaways is this. Let's put three boxes into confidence and three boxes into arrogance. You have the quiet confidence, you have the bold confidence, and you have the neutral confidence. Okay. Quiet confidence. You don't need to be the loudest one in the room. You don't always need to be making an entrance. You don't need to be flashy or wearing something bold. You're someone that's very confident in his ability you're competent, you're able to get things done, right? Your results show for themselves. And people that know you very well are impressed by you, um, but you don't need everyone to know that you're confident. Not because you're not saying that you are, but just because you kind of keep in the shadows, you're a little more in the back scene. Bold confidence, you wear that nice suit and you make an entrance, right? You make it known that your presence is there, but you know, you're still humble. You make everyone laugh, you're charismatic, um, think of someone like a James Bond, like a Bruce Wayne. You know, it's not arrogance, it's confidence. Like you are competent, like you know very well what you're capable of, but you make an entrance. That's who you are. And the last one's neutral confidence. You know, you're just another one among the crowd who's very good at what they do, right? They're usually a master in one certain skill, they're very good at one thing. And they're extremely proud and confident of it. You know, it's very neutral. It's not even boastful. It's not quiet. You know, it's not bold. It's not quiet. It's neutral. It, it keeps it in the middle. You're very down to earth about it. But it's a skill that you're very well versed in. Now, the three boxes of arrogance. Let's talk about that real quick. You have the arrogance in terms of narcissism. You have the arrogance in terms of fear. And you have the arrogance in terms of envy. So arrogance and narcissism is just that overall obsession with yourself, but it's not an overconfidence per se, but it's, it's a lack of, you know, dealing with your insecurities. You know, a narcissistic person, you know, has those insecurities um, and they crave attention more than anything. That arrogance is that crave for that attention. Um, coming from a narcissistic standpoint, you want the attention, you want the spotlight on you. When you're coming from arrogance on a fear standpoint, you have an arrogance of, you know, you fear others are going to be better than you. You fear others are going to do better than you. That They're going to be more able and more competent than you. And they're going to be more successful, make more money. Um, and an arrogance too, that comes from you not thinking you're going to make it. So you think, you know, the best way to build the biggest building in town is by tearing the buildings of others down. So you stand the tallest. This is the arrogance of a bully. It's the arrogance of someone who is very insecure and doesn't know if they have what it takes. And the last one is the arrogance of envy, right? You're, you're so absorbed in what others have that you're trying to take them down a notch because deep inside, it's what you want. You want to have what they have. You want the lifestyle, the cars, the houses, the jobs. You want that, but you don't have it. So instead, you just try to tear them down, telling them that they're less than, telling them what they have is not worth it. It's vain, whatnot, but secretly, it's what you want. So my overall closing message for this, for this Tuesday is that 
you have to you have to stop comparing yourself. Comparison is the thief of joy and it will take all that you have because you'll never have enough if you're always comparing yourself to others. And it's and it's a mindset that's been instilled through us in culture, through marketing, through advertisement, through what people say and what people do. You know, stop keeping up with the Joneses and start realizing your life is yours to live. Live life on your terms in your own lane and you'll find happiness. Things will happen on their time. Things will happen when they happen. But put in the work. You should be confident in who you are if you're putting the work in. You should have this confidence. Like, yeah, in the shadows, when no one's looking, I'm putting the work in. I'm getting better. I'm reading books. I'm working on a side hustle. I'm working on business, personal development. It doesn't matter. But if you're working on those things, the confidence comes naturally with those things. And accept the confidence that you have. If you're insanely good at one thing and you just have that neutral confidence, that's a very good confidence to have, right? Because it's not polarizing. You're in the middle, but yet you're competent in what you do. If you're bold and you walk into a room as the most confident guy, be that guy. Be the guy that's competent, that that can walk into a room and command respect. And if you're quiet, use that to your advantage. Work in the shadows, but know what you do and know that you have power and you have influence and you're not in the spotlight, which allows you to see things from a different perspective. That's going to do it for me today, guys. As always, chase excellence, chase a better you, and chase the you from tomorrow. Thank you for listening to today's episode on the Gentleman's Atlas podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and share this episode. Reach out to us at www.thegentlemansatlas.com and tell us what you'd like to see next. Your support is greatly appreciated and see you in the next episode.